So it's New Music Fridays, and on New Music Fridays, you get a new playlist on the Black Dollar playlist. You can get that through Spotify. You can listen to that on Apple iTunes. And so on New Music Friday, it always gets me thinking of all the new music that's coming out, which, by the way, is I'm really liking this playlist. There's, there's songs with features from Nas, which is dope. That means Nas is coming with a project. That's what that means. Which he's already had a project. Supposedly, his last project wasn't the project. It was supposed to be another project. But Kanye stepped in and worked on a new project. Who knows, right? So you got the Nas project. It's probably probably coming. If I had to guess, I don't know how they doing this. I don't know that if I feel like a lot of people are moving like the old days. You know, drop something now and, and uh, hit them late, late summer. <laughs> you know, hit, hit them with another single. Let the single ring in the streets and then let everybody go cop the album. That was the old model because you had to physically make people go to the stores to buy it. So if they had that one song that has them buzzing for a few um, weeks and a few months It'll make them go buy it to see, well, what does the rest of this album sound like? And then everybody will consume it at the same time. And then people will talk about it, you know, uh, over a course of a, a certain period uh, for a few months. People will discuss it and say, man, I remember that album. Uh, so when you have structure like that, that's when you are able to have those kind of cultural moments and cultural conversations. So let's see how they play this out. It could be as simple as Nas drops next week. It could be as simple as he drops later, uh, deeper into the to the summer. So we have a Nas feature on the, the playlist. I love this Wale feature. This Wale feature is serious. <laughs> so Wale brought it to me. To me, Wale's been on a roll. He, I've never, I can never say any one of his albums was a standout album for me. Just me. I know other people love his stuff. And, I, and I've and i said this before. It was difficult for me to get into Wale as a, an artist. I've always enjoyed his interviews, great perspective, but it was hard for me to catch the, the flow of how he, how he flowed. But something has hit him in the last uh, year. Uh, where you can tell, he may not admit it, but somebody got to admit it, the flow has switched up just a tad. It may not be crazy switch, but Wale's flow has switched up. And uh, it's for the better. I think he I think he has a, a great project coming. I don't know any details, but with that uh, feature that he has on his playlist, it's going to be a big one. Obviously, Megan Thee Stallion is making a lot of noise. Every week she's being featured on the playlist, y'all. <laughs> Every week she's being featured on the playlist. So there's something. She's she's the, the it person right now. We also got City Girls is on the playlist. Um, and a lot of other great surprises. Sierra drops an album. Uh, obviously, um, Ari Lennox drops an album. So those are your heavy hitters right there. There's some currency sprinkled in, some smoke dizza. 
And so the black play black dollar playlist is filled with a lot of really great uh, opportunities to see well, how is everybody running their businesses, right? I mean, that's what I'm looking at. When I'm looking at anything, I'm looking at the business of it all. Let's look at the culture. Let's take a step back and let's look at the culture and let's see where this thing really is. Because once people start sitting down on black equity, we're going to be sitting down talking about the culture from a business perspective. From a business perspective, let's look at the full. The full range of what's in front of us. So if you are looking at New Music Fridays and you are just coming into the game. You may not get the same attention as some of the bigger artists. Now, here you will, because I've played music from wherever it come from. If I hear something cool on Instagram or if I hear something cool on Twitter and I know it's coming out, it makes the playlist as long as it's, you know, on iTunes or, or Spotify. If it's not there, if it's on SoundCloud or somewhere like that, it, uh, you know, I can't move it over through formatting. But if you got something that's on Spotify or Apple and it, the music is moving, I'm putting it on the playlist because it's the black dollar experience. So if you know of people who are wanting to get their music heard, wanting for people to see what they're doing, shoot us a message. Let us know. Let's start working with these artists. Give them an opportunity to be featured. Let us know. Because the goal of this podcast it's to truly give everyone an opportunity in the spotlight. It really is. But it all comes down to relationships first. You would have to have a relationship with someone in order for that to happen. And many people don't want the relationship with anyone. All they really want is access and they want they want the skills they want to use you which is fine because if you're not able to be used and you're worthless you know that's the old saying but you still have to respect the person that's behind the gift you have to respect everyone and so as you're talking to these these new artists respect the person behind the gift and vice versa because there's a human being in all of these transactions and when you look at New Music Friday, you got to understand everybody's going after a dream. Everybody is, everybody is all in on their dream in some shape or form. And who are we to stand in the way of that? Stop being gatekeepers. The days of gatekeeping is over. You're not a gatekeeper. Just hold the door open. Hold the door open. For the next wave of greatness. But at the same time, you will respect. You will respect. Those who came before you. And those who have been holding those doors for you. So then you can see the full game that needs to be played. When you look at New Music Friday, it makes you look at. As a creator. As a creator, what are some different things you could be doing right now to make bank? It's important to understand. So so 
if you were at like the Las Vegas residencies, so if you had worked your career to that position, such as Jennifer Lopez, Britney Spears, Mariah Carey, here are the numbers. So Mariah Carey, for her Las Vegas residency, from the last information we have, her uh, her total amount per year, I'm sorry, per show is 500000 per show. Britney Spears, 475000 per show. Jennifer Lopez, 360000 per show. So for the creators out there, if you're, you're creating this space, maybe your goal is to become Las Vegas, have that Las Vegas residency. Maybe that is a goal. Uh, what about writing a commercial or a jingle? It's $100,000 to $500,000 plus performance royalties. If you have great ideas on those, let's talk. The theme song for a TV show or a film soundtrack, $5,000 to a million dollars plus performance royalties for television. If you have ideas on those, let's talk. A Saturday Night Live or a late night talk show performance. $345,000 or $345 to $1,000 per person. That is a Saturday Night Live or late night talk show performance. $345 to $1,000 per person. The artist own brand owns the, their own brand of perfume. $3 million to $5 million. Six to seven percent royalties. That's what what I'm saying. We have to be creative. So in everything you do, you got to create. You got to create these opportunities in all the different facets of the game in which you're playing. If you receive a a festival paycheck for uh, as a new account, three thousand to seven point five thousand. So there's money. There's money in music. There's money in performances. There's money in entertainment. Don't get don't let don't let the game fool you. Now, the question is, do you want to want that money? Do you want to make money in these areas? If you do, this is great to know. It's not all about the money, but it's great to understand what what kind of value is placed in certain avenues. So if you decide to to go after these certain things, well, here's here's the uh, here's the things that you're going to have to consider. Here's the things I want you to really pay attention to. Writing a top ten hot one hundred hit, two hundred and fifty thousand to two point five million. That's I mean, we have so much talent within our culture. When you put the right people together, you never know what could happen. Designing a sneaker apparel line, two million to three million advance, six to eight percent royalty rate. <laughs> I'm not reinventing any games here. I'm just simply looking at well, where is the money flowing? On these new dump news dump Fridays? Let's look at where the money's flowing on these new music Fridays 
Well, let's see where the money is flowing. We have to look at this. We have to really look at the opportunities that are in front of us. Now, here's what artists pay for. So maybe you're not that creative person, but maybe you're more of a supporter. And that's okay. Because as a supporter, we're going to need people like a publicist. They receive $500 to $10,000 a month on average for some of the, the top artists. Assistant. $500 a week, security, $100 an hour. Uh, someone that manages a fan club and social media, $500 to $2,500, $2,000 a month. So now you're putting together a team, right? Right? <laughs> but what about your, your personal manager, your business manager, your lawyer, your producer, and then everybody who's involved in making the music? Or whatever it is you do. So that that becomes, you know, what keeps you grounded. Your personal manager, your business manager, your lawyer, your producer. These areas keep you grounded. Not saying you even need all of those, but that will keep you grounded. Then you got to be able to close the deal. You got to have people that can close your contracts for you. You got to have people that can make sure all loose ends are tied up and they make sure that they're they're able to finish for you. So here you are as a a CEO of your company or as a creative of your company. Here are all these great opportunities that float in front of you. They're right there in front of you. The opportunity is there. Are you going to take? on the opportunity and start investing in these particular areas? Or are you just going to back up and say, hey, it's just New Music Fridays and I just want to listen to the music and I don't want to be bothered with the business of music. I don't want to be bothered with the business of entertainment. I don't want to be bothered with uh, the business aspects of life. I just want to dance. <laughs> I-, I just want to I just want to I just want to enjoy the week, sit back and chill Friday through Sunday, enjoy the music and never think about the business. Because if I have to think about the business, then I would have to be responsible. And if I have to be responsible, then by golly, (laughs) that means I would actually have to care about elevating my empire and elevating my brand. And who would ever want that? Right. (laughs) <laughs> Who would ever want to care? Because once you once you care, then you can't you can't just push it to the side no more. And you can't. Now, don't get it twisted. When you look at the black equity of things, it ain't sitting pretty. When we look back at this article from August 8, 2018, USA Today, it is headlined. The music industry is booming, but artists are losing big with just 12% of the revenue, reports claim. It says Drake may have broken streaming records with his Scorpion album earlier this year, but streaming isn't the music industry's most profitable element for the artist, a new report shows. A disturbing new music industry statistic claims that artists 
only got 12% of the $43 billion the industry generated in 2017, according to a new Citigroup report published this week. According to the report, the industry, the industry's $43 billion year was its most profitable since 2006. Listeners are spending more money than ever before, before largely on streaming and live music, with consumer spending total, totaling more than $20 billion last year. Yet artists aren't feeling that increase. Of that $20 billion, music business entities such as record labels took home $10 billion, with musicians taking home just $5.1 billion, the majority of their revenue coming from touring and concert sales. Why? As a middleman, including labels, radio companies, and streaming services, step in to sell and distribute music, they each take cuts of the profits, siphoning revenues away from artists. Yet, it is not all bad news. The report points out that the piece of revenue pie that artists receive has actually grown over the past few decades, rising to 12% uh, from just 7% in 2000 as artists explore routes like self-releasing their music. While 12% is still an eyebrow-raising number, the report predicts the artist cut will continue to rise as the industry continues to adapt to the streaming age. So this here tells you the real game is in being a record label, being a distribution company. (laughs) That's the real game, my friends. The real game isn't in being the artist. So if you want to learn how to do that, it's time to get with the right network. It's time to it's time to start building. It's time to start building out what that is you want to do, not in just seeing yourself as an artist, seeing yourself as a record label. Because if you see yourself as an artist, you're getting paid the smallest slice, my G. So you need to be a record label, minimum. That's the game. Find out who's getting the lowest end of the stick and, and, and take on that and take on what, what the next level is. So if you are an artist, you need to learn business and you need to have your own record label and you need to be able to learn how to self-publish. You need to run independently. It is as soon as you start giving away all your dollars, you're giving away equity to your brand. Once you give away equity to your brand, it's all downhill from there. You're going to have to see, well, are these people that you're going to be working with, how beneficial are they to you as a music artist? If they're doing all the heavy lifting, then, hey, maybe you only take 10 or 15 percent. And that's what this report's saying, <laughs> 10 to 15 percent, because they're doing all the work for you. But if you're still doing all the work. All the heavy lifting. Now, why are you only getting 15%? That's what you got to ask yourself. Because it all comes down to percentages and it all comes down to how things are valued. And if you don't like how something is valued, you should communicate that. But running to other people and saying saying things, saying, well, artists aren't being paid the way they should be. And artists aren't doing this and artists aren't doing that. You got to value yourself and be the record label. Ain't nobody going to value you as much as you value yourself. So, that said, 
it's time for you to change your perspective wherever you are in business to elevate your mind to a level where you're the owner. That's the lesson that comes from New Music Fridays. That's what's coming today. You got to be the owner. And you got to own pure equity in your brand. And then have strategic partnerships along the way. Those strategic partnerships will help both of you grow. And that is how you do organic business. Is how do we come up with a strategic partnership that allows everybody to eat? A win-win for everybody. And until you can find those types of deals, it'll always be lopsided. And you'll always go back one episode in the middle of a negotiation and you'll have to walk away from the table. You have to value yourself. You have to do it. Trade wars. That's what we're in the middle of. We, We are dead in the middle of trade wars. So it's announced today, CNBC, that it's not just China Trump's trade war is raging on several fronts. This is about an hour ago. So this is after all the initial reports about there being a trade war between the United States and China from this early a.m. That was the narrative being pushed out, right? They wanted us to know about trade wars. For whatever reason, someone is addicted to getting us on the trade war talk. So let's look at trade wars. Let's see why they want us looking at trade wars and let's see what we can do about it within our own businesses. So the culture is showing me that um, on CNBC, this is what they're reporting. It's not just China. Trump's trade war is raging on several fronts. China isn't the only country that President Donald Trump has engaged in a trade conflict. The president also deciding whether to add or remove tariffs from goods from Canada and Mexico and a European Union. Trump faces a pivotal period in his push to overhaul U.S. trade relationships ahead of his 2020 reelection bid. So this is a this is a political play. So let's look at further uh, sides of this. So that was CNBC. So the New York Times says the trade disputes between U.S. and China deepens as Beijing retaliates. So they're putting it on China. Uh, CNN, uh, U.S.-China trade war, live updates. They are selling this thing like like it's sliced bread. I mean, this is all happening as we're speaking because the live trade date updates are every 15 minutes on CNN. So why is that important? Why why are tariffs so important? Well, let's look at them. We have to understand international business, y'all. We have to understand international business so we can fully look at the full game. If you approach anything and you just look at it as a local market, or if you look at everything as just your country, you're probably missing something. So let's look at this. This is tariffs of over $60 billion of U.S. goods starting on June 1st. China is raising tariffs on $60 billion of U.S. goods starting on June 1st. China will raise tariffs on $60 billion in U.S. goods in retaliation 
for the Trump administration's latest decisions to increase duties on $200 billion worth of Chinese products. U.S. stock indexes fall about 2% after trade war between the world's two largest economies escalate. So, as these two countries are playing each other, now the stock market is moving. The stock market is going to move every day, Monday through Friday. It's going to move, and the news helps it move. Many people trade the news. Many people trade fundamentals. It's all about how you decide to trade. A lot of people just trade reactions. That's what I was taught to do. And so today is a reaction. Today is an ultimate reaction to tariffs being placed, 60 billion placed on U.S. goods as a retaliation to Trump's administration's latest decision to increase duties on $200 billion worth of Chinese products. And so now the Dow closes 617 points lower than where it started. <laughs> so now the games begin because uh, Trump is in the middle of campaigning. He, he hasn't done it yet, but his campaign won't be uh, campaign stops, which he may do those as well. He's going to do it through the media, y'all. And so now that he's gotten past this Mueller situation, now that he's gotten past some of the other stuff, now he's going to use the media to go to war with other countries. And these other countries may not be those kind of wars, but it's going to be economic war. It's, it, I mean, that's what we're looking at now. And so we're going to have to really pay attention, especially if you have an e-commerce store or if you have uh, some type of online store that relies on other countries to uh, facilitate your product in any way, you're, you're going to need to start paying attention to international business. <laughs> international business is going to wake you up to the game that's in front of you. So what do we learn here, right? Here's the first thing you learn about tariffs. Tariffs. 